Welcome to Dear So-and-So, a phone call between friends where we offer up advice that no one has asked us for. As always, we'll read some of our favorite advice column questions and give our unsolicited opinions. I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. Welcome to Dear So-and-So. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hey, y'all. I went on a ethicist tear. Yes. Recently. Great. Because um, you realize that it's your favorite column? I just like questions of, as we discussed last week, yeah. I I like the, <laughs> I like that everybody has questions about how to behave. Yeah. How and I like that a certain yeah. type of person writes into the New York Times and frames their question as if it's an ethical, ethical? question. And a question certain mark? type of person <laughs> writes into, am I the asshole? And frames their question of, right. so like, who's the fucking asshole? Who's here? the fucking asshole here? Yeah. And I just like <laughs> dealing in both worlds. Yeah, and I think yeah. that I straddle those worlds. They're definitely related. Yeah. They're yeah. very close to each other. Exactly. So I have another ethical question for you here. Oh, great. Let's get into it. And it's from Marilyn Kane. Kane with a C, full name. Wow. And Marilyn lives in Plantation, Florida. Okay. We spent countless hours and thousands of dollars over the past two years preparing for hurricanes, even installing a generator. Mm. After Wilma, lots of folks came to our home to use percolators, charge cell phones, etc. Many have done nothing to prepare for this hurricane season. What do we do after a power outage when they knock at our door at 7 a.m., Mr. Coffee in hand? Keep in mind, we plan to continue living in this neighborhood. Signed, Marilyn Kane in Plantation, Florida. Okay, Marilyn, do you, so if you plan to keep living in this neighborhood, do you want to live in a neighborhood where everyone in the neighborhood has had their coffee, their <laughs> cell phone is charged, and they're like relatively relaxed? Or do you mm-hmm. want to live in a neighborhood where people have fucking lost their mind, everyone's in a, like in a caffeine withdrawal, everyone's freaking out because they can't get in touch with their family, and everyone's basically like a raging lunatic? Like, which neighborhood do you want to live in? I think it's the former, and I think you need to share your resources. That's probably the truth. That probably is if that probably is the way to frame it. I don't think this is an ethical question. No, then be selfish. It yeah. sounds like you're selfish. So maybe yep. let's talk about it in selfish terms. I think that what sometimes society? framing things as ethical is completely, completely incorrect. Me and I think you have point. framed yeah. it. <laughs> you have framed it properly. Yeah, I would probably put a electrical strip outside the house. Well, that's I the can't thing. be if you bothered don't want them at 7 a.m. the door, exactly. Like if that's the problem, then like yeah. you need to find other ways to share your wealth that where yeah. you don't have to like be the intermediary. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's share your resources. rude. I want to be clear. Oh, sure. Totally rude. <laughs> when people come knock your door at 7 a.m. kind of expecting a handout, it's not like, it's not. Yeah. It's tacky. It's a little tacky, but honestly, like this is how you want it this way. Mm-hmm. And listen, like that you you want you want people around you to be taken care of. Like yeah. it's a better way to live. You want people to have the resources they need. Yes. So so right. Caffeinated happy neighbors. This is what you want. It's just a fact. Who uses a percolator these days? Mr. Coffee, by the way, is not a percolator. No. This person has mentioned two different forms of coffee preparation. They don't know much about coffee tiny, preparation. Uh, you think that's what it is? I think yeah. that's. I think that's. I think they don't know a lot. And when they say percolator, do they mean a mocha pot? I mean, it's that's not a percolator. 
What's a percolator? Percolators um, feed water through the coffee multiple times. So your water is like continuously going through those grounds, whereas a mocha pot is using pressure to To send water. Yep. Um, Percolators, is that what they use at like diner coffee? Is that a percolator? I'm not exactly sure. Percolators were quite popular in the States in maybe the 70s. I've actually only seen a percolator once. You know, when you Google percolator, you just get mocha pots. No. That Well, I'm just saying, when I Googled <laughs> percolator, all I got were mocha pots. Treading water. have for me i've got a couple ask a managers today okay and i'd like to read you one of these ask a managers okay one of the perks provided by my workplace is a paid day off on your birthday or the day after if it falls on a weekend or holiday provided by the firm and not taken from your own vacation days and a gift card which works at several restaurants in our city once a month a cake is also provided at lunch for everyone as an acknowledgement of everyone who has a birthday that month okay There is an employee on my team who was born in a leap year on February 29th. Since she only has a birthday every four years, she does not get a day off or a (laughs) gift card (laughs) and and is not one of the people the cake acknowledges. She has complained about this and is trying to push back so that she is included. The firm doesn't single out or publicly name anyone that has a birthday. People take the day off and that is it. Nothing is said. The gift card is quietly enclosed with their pay stub. The cake is put on the lunchroom um, without fanfare for anyone that wants some. There's no email or card that goes around and no celebrating at work. If there was, I could see her point. But since everything is done quietly slash privately, she's not losing out on anything. False. My, yeah, what? My manager feels her complaints are petty and she needs to be more professional. And I agree with him. She's only worked here for two years and was hired straight out of university. I want to tell her that she should be focusing on work issues and not something as small as a birthday. If she had a complaint about a work issue, it would be different. How do I frame my discussion with her without making her feel bad or like she is in trouble? Her work is good, and I'm sure the complaint is born just just born out of inexperience. And I don't want to penalize her for it. If she had a complaint about a work issue, it'd be different. This is a this is a work yeah, issue. This is a paid time off issue. <laughs> she does not get a paid time off. I would venture to say that she is certainly not complaining about any sort of cake oversight. No, or and like she not may not even getting on the card. really care about the gift card. Although again, yeah. a work issue. If yeah, you are again, a compensation people, issue. Yep, some sort of compensation. Yeah. My guess is she's probably most upset about not receiving a paid day off it's really hard for me to understand where this person is coming from i can't for a second i cannot understand what's that movie or that story where the guy is on the pirate ship and then he's like (laughs) if do you know what i'm talking about what keep going i (laughs) don't What? There's a guy on a pirate ship. The uh-huh. pirate says, you know, like, if you do whatever, 10 years of labor for me, uh-huh. you'll be set free. But because uh-huh. his birthday is leap year, the pirate penalizes oh, him. God. What? It, this is a famous story that my mom used to tell me. Pirates. Leap year. One moment, please. Hold, please. <laughs> Hold, please. Donut. 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 Dude, it's the da-na, fucking da-na. Pirates of Penzance. 
that's oh, the that's story. the Pirates of Penzance story. I didn't know what the story of Pirates of Penzance I mean, was. I just clearly know clearly I didn't either. Jaunty song. It's a comic <laughs> opera in two. It is. Acts. Yes. Clearly, we all know the name Pirates of Penzance, but we've all totally forgotten what forgotten. it's about. Yeah, and it's about this. That's what it is about. Okay, well, I've unearthed the plot of Pirates of Penzance. <laughs> we all agree that it's a stupid plot, and no one can understand this pirate. <laughs> no one give cannot... her her day off. Right. This is a comic opera, as it, right, right, as right, it right. has been pointed out. This is <laughs> yeah. not a drama. This is not a Greek tragedy. Yeah, this is not a drama. This is just this a, is a comedic oh, understanding of what it means to age. So exactly. Jesus Christ, workplace. Yeah person who recently graduated from university just move about the world confidently you you get a year older every year yeah you actually do like it, no one's confused about that it's fine Ta- because people don't even take i love that okay the person who wrote the question specifies people take are paid okay if it's on the weekend on they get or a weekday off exactly if it doesn't fall on a work day you wait get how do they deal day. how does this workplace deal with jehovah's witnesses I'm thinking they also don't get a day off. (laughs) (laughs) Because. That would only make sense. You think so? Yeah. I bet they do. I bet they do. Do you think they take it, though? That seems like it's against their faith. Oh, they don't take it, but they are given it. But they are given it anyway. Right. Which is extra insulting to this Pirates of Penzance woman. Is it that they're they're like this whole HR system they have set up for this is using some like very stupid 1990s program that like can't compute because the day doesn't exist? Like uh, I don't literally know. if humans run this program, there's no problem here. <laughs> you know, like can you just tell me what the ask a manager manager said? Like Oh, sure, let's take a look. Oh, she says this. What? Question point exclamation <laughs> mark. She doesn't only have a birthday every four years. She has one every year like everyone else. Surely you don't believe that she only advances in age every four years, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Um, it's just not true that she doesn't have a birthday. <laughs> it's absolutely unfair and wrong. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, there's an update, though. Okay. Okay. I just, this is the caller. I just wanted to give an update to clarify a few things. I'm the employee's manager. For some reason, some people in the comments thought I was a coworker or a team lead. One person guessed that I was not American. I don't know why they were jumped all over, but they were correct. I'm Canadian. Oh my God, Alyssa. Okay. This is also in the update. Some people mentioned Jehovah's Witnesses and not being allowed to celebrate birthdays and the legality of this in the comments. This is not relevant to the situation with my employee. It's also, very relevant. Also, it's considered a cult here and is banned from Canada. No one who works here is a Jehovah's Witness. Well, as far as you know. People seem to be unclear on the policy, even though I stated it. Employees must take must take their birthday off. This is mandatory, not voluntary. They're paid and they don't have to use their own time off. If their birthday falls on a weekend or holiday, they get the first working day off. There is no changing the date. They must take their actual birthday or the first working day back in the case of a weekend or holiday. People love the policy. No one complains about the mandatory day off or the gift card. She had worked here for two years. She did get her birthday off in 2016. As it was a leap year, she did not get the day off in 2017. <laughs> as it is not a leap year and didn't get this year this year either. She, if she is still employed here in 2020, she will get a Monday off. As the 29th of February is on a Saturday. I cannot believe this person is doubling down. I know. This is 
hysterical. I really want to find this person. Here's the thing. I really want to befriend Ask a Manager. Look, don't sue me. I like you so much. Um, and I just, I want a partnership. And I want you to introduce me to all these people who just double down on shit like this. It's incredible. It's incredible. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Do you want to see if uh, Pirates of Penzance is being performed anywhere? Yeah, send her some ticks. Yeah, no, 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 all... for us, for us. Oh, like a, we could go see it virtually together, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do that. If Penzance hasn't quit yet, she's doing something wrong. I I couldn't actually exist in a workplace like that. No, need to get in touch with not caller but caller's concern and <laughs> let them know that they're not they're not crazy. They're being gaslit. This is so. They weird. are being gaslit. This is so weird. <laughs> Okay, I have an am I the asshole for you. Okay, great. My girlfriend, who I moved in with last year, received some cutlery when her auntie passed away the other year. It isn't particularly nice or valuable, but she likes it for sentimental reasons. I hate eating with these forks, mm. as the tongs are too close together, and it really minimizes the amount of food I can get with one forkful. Okay. I began hiding the forks in my work van, one every three or four weeks, until they were all hidden. Okay. I claimed ignorance that they seemed to be going. I claimed ignorance, and that seemed to be going pretty well. Anyway, a couple months passed by with me enjoying having properly sized eating implements. Mm. When I gave her a lift in my work van, um, this is just a sentence that's terribly written. Let me try again. <laughs> I gave her a lift in my van to work on Monday. She opened the glove box and found all the forks. She is quite upset due to the emotional nature of the forks. Mm. And also, that's also, also such an interesting contra- construct of a phrase. The emotional yeah. nature of the forks. The forks have an emotional nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also that I would be <laughs> dishonest about something so small. Mm. She's upset that he'd be dishonest about something so small. Yeah. The forks are back in the regular rotation now. And I can feel the resentment growing and growing whenever I fetch a properly sized fork to go eat, to eat my dinner with when she has knowingly set out a tiny fork to eat my dinner with. <laughs> She's punishing him by setting the table with the tiny forks only. So Reddit, am I the asshole for hiding my friend's tiny forks? My girlfriend's tiny forks. Well, you, so two things. You, you read, I hate eating with these forks as the tongs, but he actually wrote tangs. I know, but I just, I just corrected it. Tines. Oh, right. Tines. Yeah. So like tines are the pointy things on the fork and actually tang is a thing I think it's like the shank of a blade, like of a knife, where it connects to the handle. What the fuck? You're welcome. Thank you so much. I needed that information. You okay, well, are very, around, very welcome. But what do you what do you think? Well What's your ruling here? Ethical? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, hiding somebody's sentimental forks is never ethical. But it's forcing cool. somebody to eat with your sentimental forks <laughs> is also not ethical. Rude. Let it's me rude. tell you something. Every yeah. night at dinner, I eat with a appetizer fork. My whole mm-hmm. fucking meal, the whole meal, me appetizer too. Me fork. Too. Yeah. Let me tell I you another thing. It. Je refuse to eat with a fork <laughs> with only three tines. It's got to have yeah. four tines. I cannot stand a three-tine fork. Yeah, those are for picking up meat or taking the meat out of a crab. Right. Or it's a pitchfork. 
Ugh, I wonder if these are three tined. Like the the fact that the fork wasn't more descriptively described is makes this entire question null. Like if I can't visualize what I'm working with here, then both of you are the asshole. I think everyone here is the asshole, yeah. Everyone here is the asshole. What do these forks look like? Post a picture. It's fucking Reddit, guys. Listen, it's... We all tell our partners little white lies from Mm. time to time. Yeah. It's very deeply disturbing to know that our our partners are capable of lying to us so consistently. I think maybe she willful she had some willful ignorance around yeah. that because you don't want to yeah. believe that your partner is capable of such deception. I bet she's shaken to her core to find out that you could do something like this and keep a straight face about it, and it just not like you. They, your partner doesn't want to know that you're a good liar. No one yeah. wants to know that their partner is a good liar. So it's less about the fact that you hid these forks, which by all means, sir, like I totally get it. Sounds like she was forcing you to eat <laughs> with these dumb forks, and that's that's terrible but um now that she knows that you can deceive her ugh, it's well now you to have to eat back. with the tiny fork you really fuck this up for yourself what does that have to do with the trust? only way the only way back into her heart is to eat, <laughs> eat with, with the, the tiny, tiny forks. forks can you imagine this relationship existing now if he every time gets a properly sized fork to eat your dinner with after stealing broke the already. tiny forks they're done you're right all right I have another Ask a Manager for you. Okay, awesome. Here we go. I work for a nonprofit. Whenever mm-hmm. there's travel, coworkers double up to, to a room. The first time I shared a room with a coworker, she first talked in her sleep mm-hmm. and then bolted upright in the middle of the night, screaming, crying, and it says trashing. I think maybe they mean thrashing. thrashing. Okay. She was shouting about things like blood and murder. Okay. It scared me so much that I had to turn the lights on and shake her to find out if she was all right. She nearly hit me when I tried to wake her up. And honestly, I thought she was having an episode or a breakdown. Okay. My co- I know. Whoa. My coworker <laughs> told me. I mean, yeah, but it's also like this happens to people. Okay. My coworker told me she gets night terror episodes. But it's not a big deal. She asked me not to wake her if it happened again because I could end up getting hurt accidentally and her episodes would end naturally on their own. She said she doesn't even remember them when she wakes up. Even if she doesn't, I certainly did. No shit. Yeah, it was only a single night trip, but I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night because she'd scared me. Yeah. Later, after another co-worker had to travel with her, she asked me if our co-worker had any night terror episodes when we traveled together because it happened on her trip on both nights and it nearly scared my co-worker to death the first time it happened. I've had to travel with that coworker again for three nights. And even though I knew nothing was wrong with her during her episodes, I couldn't sleep, both from the anticipation of her episodes and the disruption during them. I've heard similar stories from others who've had to travel with her. My coworker says she can't help it, and it's not a big deal. I might not be, it might not be for her, but it is for everyone else who ends up terrified and not able to sleep. I went to my boss about it after it happened the second time, and he didn't understand what the problem was and accused me of trying to get out of sharing a room. Jacuse! I don't mind sharing a room. I've shared a room with my three younger brothers back home, and when my family immigrated here, I've served with the armed forces, and I'm in reserves now, and I've only ever worked in academia or the nonprofit world where sharing hotel rooms is standard. I'm so used to sleeping in rooms with other people that it doesn't even register me. But I've never had to share a room with a person who screams half the night about murder and thrashes and throws things. Throws things. That's another, that's an added layer I didn't (laughs) know about until now, but okay. 
My boss, his boss, and their bosses are all men and have never had to share with her. They say they can't see how a bit of talking and rolling over could be disruptive. And I don't, and don't listen when we say otherwise. My coworker told my boss she can't see how her night terror episodes could be, quote, that bad. She's never apologized for them and says it's a fact of life she cannot control. What do we do when getting our own rooms is not an option and travel is a part of our job? Okay, I'll just say this. I go to Maine almost every summer. I stay uh-huh. at my lovely friend Terry's summer home. Okay. I am not yeah. allowed to sleep in the house because I grind my teeth to the point wow. where it wakes wow. others up. And so I sleep outside. Listen, mm-hmm. <laughs> there are rules. Uh-huh. And right. the rules are if you're insane in your sleep... <laughs> Others shouldn't have to to be around you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the rules, and I abide by them. I bring a little tent. Right, because you're a nice person. Because I know how insane it feels to not get sleep. Yeah, no, it's torture. It is actually torture. Literal torture. I would not do that to my friends. If if we are going to have to share a room, I will be in the bushes. This is I, infuriating, about, isn't it? But, Have you ever yeah, had it to is. share a room, by the way, with coworkers? I've never had to. Have I? No one would have ever made me do that. But also, I get I get that it happens in okay. the nonprofit world. I, okay. I just I worked for a nonprofit that was just a little bit like it's. Well, I worked for a Bay Area nonprofit, and in the Bay Area, everyone thinks they're a startup, and that spending sure. money <laughs> like it's going out of style yeah, is yeah, the yeah. thing to right. do. None of this is, I don't even really know what to say. Like, I just think <laughs> if you are uncomfortable, you're uncomfortable. Do you know what right. I mean? Yeah, like, right. Take me at my fucking word. It's uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's bad policy. It's bad policy to make people share rooms when they're traveling for work. It's just a bad policy yep. generally, regardless of these night terrors. Mm-hmm. Um, just take a take a page from the Bay Area book and spend money like it's going out of style. Yeah. Bring a board member next time. The board member will certainly be like, "Oh, pff, none of us are sharing rooms. Are you fucking kidding me?" Here's the thing. I think I put I think I put my finger on it, which is that like if you're a nonprofit for which travel is like a key part of the work that you do, it sounds like it is like travels a part of the job then your board members need to figure out how to fund all that travel yep you know like you shouldn't the the thing that's the things that are like key activities to you being successful mm-hmm. shouldn't be the things that you underfund yeah like you, sh- you need to cut corners elsewhere so i used to be a business management consultant to nonprofits. if you want me to go talk to your board i'm happy to do it if you would like steph to go talk to your board i'll do it She'll do it. I'll do this one pro bono. I mean, this one disturbs me. And I want you to get the help that you need. And... uh, Oh, my God. This is the niche. Fuck (gasps) data mom. Oh, my God. Fix a board? (laughs) That's literally what the job that I just quit, Alyssa. It's not like a new... We haven't found a new niche. Well, I guess I guess it's <laughs> but it's, it's like new because I'm with here. Ask a manager. It's it's you're here, so you're here to bring some. Yeah, it's definitely like a queerer, more female approach. And I think this is also the value add we can bring to Ask a Manager. She can deploy us. <laughs> you know, she can yes! deploy us. Yeah. What's her name? Um, hold on, I gotta find it. Also, don't forget, almost all of the people that write into Ask a Manager are not from the states. Like well, great. We will we're gonna. Be they're gonna. We'll be charging a lot. We will be charging a <laughs> lot for travel. We're not gonna share a room. It sounds like Alyssa's a nightmare to share a room with. So. No, I am. Ask a manager. 
Call us. Call us today. Yeah. Uh, our number is DadDog5078. <laughs> yeah, call us, Allison Green. We want to work with you. Oh, Deploy man. us. She has written two books, um, Ask a Manager by Allison Green and How to Get a Job, The Secrets of a Hiring Manager, Allison Green. And then she also has this free guide for how to prepare for an interview. So I think this I don't might think just we can be... partner with her. I don't think we can partner with anybody who takes advice this telling seriously. seriously. I think you're right. I like. I have a feeling that if we ever did meet Allison Green, that we might not get along. Mm. And I don't. Because she's wanna... a manager. Because <laughs> she's yeah. Because she's because she's because she's upper manager. management. Yeah. Because she's upper management, and I have a hard time taking management seriously. Even when I was in the biz, I yeah. wasn't a manager. I was a consultant. I just zoomed in. I just had opinions, and then I pieced out. Okay, yeah. Oh, that was sad. <laughs> I feel like something beautiful just ended before it even started. Alyssa, I wrote into Dear So-and-So, I have a write-in for you, personally. I saw. Okay. And I thought, you should just read it. All right. It I'll, should be you reading it I'll on air. I'll read it on air, and they might hear me say it, because it's about my neighbors. Oh, okay. Who I love, to be clear. Okay. Okay. Who's it signed? It's signed, <laughs> Happy Honking, Truly. Yeah, a.k.a. Steph. A.k.a. me. It's me. Okay. My neighbor's kid is learning to play some kind of horn instrument. I'm not sure which one. It sounds like trumpet. And my problem mm -hmm. is this. How do I tell them that I think it's actually really cool without sounding sarcastic? Because, yes, he does practice in the room right next to my bedroom. And, yes, he doesn't sound great yet. But I actually do get a lot of joy out of hearing him do his exercises. Three exclamation points. Because learning yeah. music is cool. Signed, happy honking, truly. I read this yesterday. <laughs> I had an immediate answer. <gasps> Tell and me. And you buy him some sheet music. <gasps> oh, my God. That's so good. That's you can so buy him similar. some, like, buy him a few different sheet musics of different sort. Oh, my you God. know, like some fun marching band stuff. There's just there's like a world of hip marching bands. So cool. that like yeah, yeah. there there's like trumpet music, presumably out there for pop songs. Yeah, like yeah, there yeah, is yeah. this kind of this world of marching bands playing Britney Spears. Oh, my God. I love so it. Like, that is available. OK, great. That's right now. So there's that. Answer. And also, you know, some traditional stuff, too. Sure. You don't want to pigeonhole this. kid. No, I don't, don't know, know what they're, they're into. into. They don't know what they're into. That's why you got to give them a wide breadth of shit. Yeah. To explore. Oh, my God. This is such a good answer. Slip it under their door. You can put a little note. Love hearing you play whenever you're ready for this. Would love to hear this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I know so you cool. can curate. I can curate <laughs> can my curate soundtrack. What you're listening to yeah. based on what music you slip under his door. Because, listen, like, I live in a neighborhood that is pretty quiet. And mm -hmm. I don't like that about it. It makes me feel weird. It sounds like mm. everyone's like on the verge of fucking meditating all the time. I, yeah. It gives me that vibe that everyone's a little bit like it just like, ugh, I kind of, it's very suburban and weird. It's a lonely time right now. So yeah. we don't need to, we don't need to, I don't know. I hear you. Yeah. Okay, great. I'm sheet music. Find some sheet music. Okay, great.
Melissa, this has been a joy. Thank you so much for this half hour of good feels and good advice. You can find us online at dearsoandso.pizza. All of our episodes are there as well as a form where you can write in. You can also find us on Instagram. It's Dear So and So Podcast. Our phone number is daddog5078. Leave us a voicemail. We would love to play it on the air. And Allison Green, Ask Manager, I'm looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Our music is by our friend Busy Hemphill. As always, I'm Alyssa Bloomstein. And I'm Steph Karp. We'll talk to you next week. We will. Bye. Bye.